Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese, and I'm so excited that you are joining us for the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Woohoo! Do you like that title? So, I just thought I would tell you a little bit about the origins, like how this came to be, right? Because you don't hear the word fiercely and brilliant together very often, right? But I think it's really important that we start changing how, particularly women, get to show up in the world. And so this actually came, this has been a journey for me. And so I just want to tell you the origins of it so you understand kind of who I am and what the vibe is around here, right? So if you follow me at all, I used to be a psychotherapist then moved to business coaching. And now I, I have sort of blended the two. I work with business women, business leaders to work on their inner game. So help them really, I clear all their blocks. And then I help them step into their fierce brilliance, like to really be the leaders they're supposed to be, to have the impact and the influence. And I'm like a ninja at breaking down those blocks and discovering like crazy, crazy, amazing, like superpowers where they're held back. And then we take that and then we move them into living their life really on purpose and like just being that powerful, fiercely here person they're supposed to be in the business world. Okay, here's the deal though. It didn't always used to be that way. Didn't always used to have my own sense of being fiercely here. Truthfully, I mean, think about why do people become therapists? <laughs> we're generally wounded. We're generally healers because, well, we're kind of messed up and we're trying to fix everybody else. And so about four years ago, I had this crazy slew of losses. My mom died suddenly. She was super healthy, had a stroke, boom, just dropped dead. Two weeks later, my father-in-law, we knew he was dying, but two weeks later, he died. The relationship I was in for a couple of years, I ended that, ended another relationship with a, a very close family member because of some toxic stuff going on there. Another relationship just weirdly ended. And then one of my children got super, super, super sick. That was all within like a four month period. And it literally was a tsunami of like, holy hell, right? It was, I've just never been through so much. And so I kind of started emerging. I started getting a little bit better. And then like over a year later, my beloved ex-husband died suddenly. And he was my boy's dad. He was my absolute best friend. Just didn't wake up of a heart attack. That like had just started rebuilding and then boom. And I don't know if you've ever had the experience of if you have kids, like carrying the grief for them. I didn't try, but when you're an empath and when your kids' lives have been shattered, it's just like, so what happened is a couple things. First of all, I had to slow down everything in my business. I didn't do a lot of marketing. I just had to tend to what I had to attend to. 
right? Because that's all the energy I had. But then on the other side, as I started to kind of get stronger, I had this, this incident that happened, right? And it actually was a family member. And he wrote me a really shitty, hate-filled email. Like, really shitty. Because I had ended the relationship with this other family member, right? And in my clan, you don't do that. Like, nobody ever, nobody ever does that in the clan that I came from. And, uh, but I wasn't going to take it. I wasn't going to take being bullied and toxic narcissism and shit. I wasn't going to do it. And so this family member wrote me this horrible, <laughs> just was like, oh my God. And I was shocked because before that would have just shattered me. I wouldn't have known how to respond. I would have like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I just was like, how dare you? Like, you know what? I didn't tell him to go fuck himself, but <laughs> I guess nicely I did. <laughs> I didn't use those words. Oh, and by the way, this podcast is going to be rated explicit because I give myself and my guests permission to use colorful language if they need be, right? But what I noticed happened is when I got that hate-filled letter, I didn't collapse. I basically was like, oh, hell no. You will not speak to me that way. It's, it's, like, it's like because I had lost so much. What emerged on the other side was this fierceness. And it's not, it's not like aggression. It's not, you know, if you look up the word fierce in the dictionary, oh, it's kind of icky. It's like, <laughs> like, like, like she attacked. She was fierce. I don't, I'm not looking at that. I mean, like fiercely present, fiercely, just strongly, powerfully present, powerfully here. And I was shocked. I was like talking to a girlfriend about telling her the story of this like hate mail from my relative. And I go, you know, Nancy, it's so weird. Like after all this loss, I'm like fiercely here. And we both went, oh, that's a thing. That, ooh, that is, that is pretty cool, right? So, so I wrote a manifesto, right? Because what I realized is, especially women. Now, this isn't just for women, you know, men can be, be a part of this and listen and watch, but I work a lot predominantly with women. And I think women have not been given the permission, at least women over 40, not been given the permission to be fully, powerfully, fiercely here with all of themselves, right? How many of us have been, ah, raise your hand, right? You're so intense. Can't you just dial it down? Settle down. Don't be so sensitive. Like, oh, makes me nuts. We literally are conditioned and shamed out of our expression. So to me, the Fiercely Here Manifesto is the opposite of that. It's like saying, what the hell is it? What is it? What do I want my women to be? Okay, so I want to show you my manifesto, all right? Being fiercely here is defined as an intense state of focus, passion, and clarity. Again, it's not being a bitch. It's not being aggressive and angry. It's just like you're intensely focused, you're passionate, and you are clear. When that relative sent me that hate letter, I was like, no, 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 no. I will not accept this. Being fiercely here means that I source my wisdom from within. Okay, that's a huge one. Do you ever have a sense of like, how do I know what I know? Do I know what I know? Is it okay that I know what I know, right? Because often we're told what we should think. We're told what we believe. We're told what we believe is freaking wrong. Where'd you get that information? Why do you think that? Because <laughs> I do, right? Knowing exactly what actions to take and when. I ditch the belief that I must rely on others' blueprints, tactics, and formulas for success. Oh my God, this is a huge one. Okay, I always rail. You'll hear me all the time railing against the 
seven figure blueprint. There's no freaking seven figure blueprint. <laughs> That's just uh, just an easy marketing tactic to get people to go, oh, please save, please save me. Please give me something I can't do, right? Obviously we need mentoring, we need st structure and steps, and we need that kind of stuff, but it cannot be a one size fits all. It, it cannot, I mean, some things in the tactical world, absolutely. But what I found doing this work with people for 15 years business coaching, you got to factor in your own values. You have to factor in what matters to you. You have to factor in your lifestyle, what your goals are, your energy level, the season you're in. When I was in the season of all those deaths, I did barely worked, right? Income went down. Things were quiet because I was healing myself and my boys. So looking for something outside of you does not make you fiercely here, right? It makes you sometimes a victim and it makes you sometimes a failure because you can't pull it off. Next piece is I absolutely trust that I know what I know and I'm seen, heard, and valued as a wise voice in the world. Hmm. So ask yourself when you walk into a room, when you are at a professional meeting, when you're speaking with friends, when you're on the phone with your clients or with your beloved, do you sit and say, I am seen, heard, and valued as a wise voice in the world. If you're not, be following me. Let's be talking, right? That's the stuff I help you get, right? I want you to have the underlying sense, absolutely. I am seen, heard, and valued as a wise voice in the world. And mostly you start valuing yourself, right? We pull out all the stuff that prevents that. Okay. Being fiercely here means that I honor myself to take all the time and space I need to replenish and rebuild when things need to change. Whew, I tell you, coming from my experience, it was really weird because I would, I'd be like, oh my God, I, I'm, I need some money. I need money. And then I would get quiet and I would hear, no, you need to heal. And I'd say, but I got to get some clients. And I kept hearing your number one job is to heal. And I was a crazy type A workaholic, just banging shit out kind of girl. And when you have that stuff happen to you, the only way through is to surrender, literally. And so sometimes we're in the season of great generativity. Sometimes it's like action, go, go, go. Everything's working. It's like spring. Whoa, everybody feels good. Everybody's running around, sun's out. And sometimes it's freaking winter. Sometimes it's just like, I can't get out of bed. I got no energy. Or I'm gestating the next thing. I don't, I don't know what I'm selling yet. Or I, I, I'm letting this, I work so much with this. A lot of people that like, I call it the pivot. Like you've been here. And your soul's like, yeah, that's done. It's time to go over here. And sometimes there's a bunch of emotional roadblocks that you just can't, you just like, because who you got to be over here is a whole different person with whole new sets of skills and confidence and vision and leadership. And sometimes it's like, not quite there yet. Sometimes you might not even know what it is. You just know you don't like this anymore, but it's not yet done over here. So it's a season of like, imagine if you're pregnant six months, you don't expect it to go out. You don't want the baby to go out. You just got to like, okay, well, it's still, still cooking, right? The next is I don't collapse into self-defeating patterns of shame that keep me stuck. I am unstoppable. So you understand your seasons, you understand your energy, what you need. And when you are in a season of lower energy or gestation, you don't compare. You don't, oh, well, she's, look, oh, look how good she's, oh, God, he's, he's killing it over there. 
I'm just, oh God, what's wrong with me? No, what's right with you is that you must learn to listen and tune into your energy. There's nothing more important than learning to let your energy drive you as, as opposed to you frying out because you're on adrenal burnout, basically, right? Being fiercely here means embodying my strength. I don't let outside critics or internal limiting beliefs stop me from living my mission. I don't mind ruffling feathers because of what I stand for. How many, again, how many people, particularly women, like, I don't, look, back up here. Were you ever told, like, can't you just be nice? Good girls, just be sweet. Good girls, don't say it's something if you can't say something nice. Oh, good health. That has done more harm to the female psyche, right? That censure, that repression. So if you got to ruffle feathers, ruffle the freaking feathers, right? Like the world has improved. Look at Rosa Parks. Like look at what changed in our world when people were willing to take a stand and say, this isn't right. Or I'm taking a stand. Even Mother Teresa, she says, I will never fight against the war, but I will take a stand for peace. Right? So the great leaders, societal change makers are the ones that basically say, I'm going to stand up for that. And if you have to be fiercely here in order to be able to do that, if you have porous boundaries, if you're terrified of what people are going to think of you, you're not going to be able to be the change that you are here to do and be. Okay. Finally, being fiercely here means having the courage to champion myself and those I'm entrusted to guide. I don't wait for permission to take up space and to do what I want, and create what I want. I embrace my power. You know, think about this. When you step into a room, do you have the permission to speak your truth? Do you have the permission to own the space? Do you have the permission to show up and be all of who you are? I hope you've enjoyed this manifesto. And I got to tell you, it evolved, right? It used to be the Fiercely Here podcast, and now I turned it into the Fiercely Brilliant podcast. So you'll hear some of my guests that I'm like, hi, it's Therese, and this is a Fiercely Here podcast. And then you're going to hear this Fiercely Brilliant podcast. And here's why. Beyond Fiercely Here is Fiercely Brilliant. It's the next level evolution. But I, I, I filmed like a bunch of episodes before I'm like, brilliant. That's brilliant. I must take people to their brilliance. So anyway, that's a goal. And I will be talking a lot more about that in upcoming episodes. So you can expect I'll have awesome guests on and you can hear stories of their journey. I love journey stories. I love journey stories. I'm just fascinated with how the hell did you get here? What were the lessons? Where did you break down? What are your tips? So you'll hear my, I've got some really cool guests and I'll come on with my own teaching and my own wisdom. And I hope this inspires you. And so I just wanted to welcome you. So glad you're in the tribe. Peace and blessings. Much love. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.